The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together, in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, Bible Podcast fam. Hope everyone is having a great Monday. Welcome to episode 121 of the Bible Podcast. I'm really excited that you guys are with us today because we are moving back into answering a question. And that question is not a direct question, but it's more of a thought-provoking question, which is like, how do we best understand what God's purpose is for our life? And also, how do we go about living out that purpose that God has for our life. Now, this podcast episode and this week is not going to be, okay, this is God's plan for your life, and this is what He's speaking to you, Sarah, in Michigan. Okay, no, I'm not saying that. But what I am hoping that we walk through is some steps to understand how God speaks with us, how He expects us to live, and then I'll hopefully give some practical takeaways over the course of the week of how we can speak to God for ourselves and better understand what our specific purpose is for our life. With all that being said, I want to go ahead and start in John chapter 10 this week. So that's where we're going to be today. We read out of the NLT here at the Bible Podcast. So if you want to just read along with us, and that's where we're going to be, John 10 uh, in the NLT. And if not, then I really hope that you're enjoying your commute or your dishes or your laundry or whatever it is that you got going on. We're going to start at the top of the chapter with the good shepherd and his sheep in verse one. This is Jesus speaking. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice." Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me. Just as my father knows me, and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The father loves me because I sacrifice my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. 
When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Some said, he's demon-possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to a man like that? Others said, he doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Jesus claims to be the Son of God, verse 22. It was now winter, and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, At my Father's direction I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, We're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus replied, It is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say you are gods, and you know that the scriptures cannot be altered. So if those people who received God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I say I am the Son of God? After all, the Father set me apart and sent me into the world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my Father's work. But if I do His work, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done. Even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Once again, they tried to arrest him, but he got away and left them. He went beyond the Jordan River near the place where John was first baptized and stayed there a while. And many followed him. John didn't perform miraculous signs, they remarked to one another, but everything he has said about this man has come true. And many who were there believed in Jesus. Out of the 42 verses that we just read, there is an overarching theme that is belief. There are many who believed in Jesus, and they believed in the miracles that he did and that he was the Son of God. And there were many, as you hear in these verses, that did not believe these miraculous works. They did not believe him and that he was who he said he was. And that unbelief is what led many of them to never having that eternal reward of coming into heaven, of never knowing the Father and and accepting the Son. Because while these people were Jews, remember, the Bible says that you have to know in know and believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and that Jesus said that only through me do you get to the Father. So even though these Jews loved God, they didn't uh, they didn't accept Jesus. So there is an element to. I mean, it is our faith. There's not only an element to this that is just believing in God, but this is our faith. Our faith is to believe in Him. And us, we have not seen Him. We weren't like John and these Jews that were seeing Jesus in front of our face. We have to believe by faith that God is who He says He is. And that is a integral pillar to understanding and living out God's purpose for your life. Because you have to believe in God, and then you have to trust Him, and you have to rely on Him, and learn to hear His voice, and talk to Him. And if you're talking to Him, and you're hearing His voice, and He's telling you things, you then have to believe that it is God who's speaking to you. And then you have to take those words, take that lesson, take those messages, and then actually act on them and do something about it. When we start to build that faith muscle of, I hear the word of God and I obey. I hear what God's telling me and I obey. And of course, this is assuming if you hear 
God speaking to you, does it line up with scripture? Does it line up with the character of who God is? Okay, it's, it's very easy to be deceived. So we need to make sure that it's not just any voice in our head that we're listening to, but that we know that it's Holy Spirit speaking with us. That being said, when you start to build that muscle, like I said, of hearing God's voice and being obedient and hearing it and doing it, we begin to build trust in the Father and build trust in He is who He says He is and He has good things for us. There are many Christians today that hear God and they hear His voice, but they're not obedient. And because they're not obedient, they're not building up that faith muscle of God has said something and I have done it and then I've been rewarded. And I'm not talking about a heavenly reward. God will bless us here on earth. I have countless testimonies of hearing the word of God, obeying it, and then being blessed. That faith, that faith exercise builds up our faith in God and it builds up our obedience. And all of this leads to trusting God when he gives us a word and he tells us, this is what I want you to do. This is the next step that I need. And it might not make sense, but it's not our job for it to make sense. We're going to talk about this more the rest of the week. I hope that blessed you. And uh, I hope that you come back as we continue to unpack what it looks like to live out God's purpose for your life and understand that better. Much love to all of you from the Bible podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I'm thankful that you're here. Much love to y'all. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience. And I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from The Bible Podcast.